Welcome to the Great Futures Podcast, where we explore specific careers and what it takes to be successful in that career by learning from someone who's excelling in that field. Each episode, a teenager or a club alum from the Boys and Girls School Grade Alone interviews an accomplished professional or a field they're interested in alongside myself. I'm Executive Director Joe Hungler. Today I'm excited to have a co-host, Lucky Cisse. He is a junior at UNH, where he is a cornerback on the football team. He came to the Boys and Girls Club from the time he was in the third grade and uh, came back this summer to work with us and has been passing on some of the lessons learned uh, to, our, to our members. And he also has uh, been a student teacher. Uh, his next student teaching post is up in Lee, New Hampshire. So um, thanks for being here today, Lucky. A couple quick questions for you. You're interested in a career in athletics. I know you're studying sports management and uh, phys ed. What excites you about a career in athletics? Um, first of all, I want to say thanks for having me by, Joe. Um, but um, there's a lot that um, interests me in um, the athletic department. Um, start stuff, I can start off with, you know, the main important thing to me is, you know, helping out other kids and, you know, sharing my knowledge. Um, that's the most important thing to me. Um, growing up in Lowell, um, one biggest thing to me is I still remember, you know, the people who impacted my life, you know, growing up. I always had adults who always told me it takes a village to raise luck. So um, <laughs> I believe in that saying a lot because um, in my life I've had times where, you know, I don't know what I want to do, but I came to a conclusion where, you know, I saw myself loving sports, you know, didn't want to sit in the office, to be honest with you. But, you know, finding out how much sports can put me into that position, how much sports can do or, you know, how much I can give my knowledge to other kids. I find myself getting to the athletic department, and ever since that, let me tell you, it's the best thing ever to happen to me. Awesome. What was your biggest takeaway from working at the club this summer in terms of how it relates to a career in in athletics? The biggest thing I can take away from this summer, I can say um, the impact you make in these kids' lives. Um, so, you know, as you know, I've worked in both New Hampshire, I've worked with kids in Lowell, and um, I've worked in different places also, apart from New Hampshire, where, you know, I find myself um, helping out kids in New Hampshire and, you know, being able to help them out in a way where I can, something I can provide for them. Um, in New Hampshire, there's, you know, there's sometimes where I come to, you know, I come to a spot where um, I don't think what I have sometimes helps those kids out, and I'm not saying that in a bad way, I'm saying that in a way where I feel like you know, some of those kids, their life is not as bad as some kids in Lowell, you know, and um, although I'm impacting their lives also, I feel like working in Lowell specifically, um, you can see that development from kids, um, you can see the change, you can see the difference in behaviors, you can see a lot, you can, you know, the city itself just lets you know how these kids are living, um, and what that does to me pretty much is just gives me more motivation to um, stay in Lowell. Um, but more importantly, to also use my knowledge and, you know, help out other kids in different places. Um, because, like I said, it all depends on um, the city and how, you know, the low income and how things are in the city. That's great. So because of your interest in athletics, today we brought our uh, a special guest. Uh, today's guest is Dave Lazinski. He's the athletic director at Lowell High since 2017. Previously, he was athletic director at Berica, um High School and at three other schools. Dave attended BC, Boston College, where he played hockey before he uh, earned a degree in education at Daniel Webster College. So thanks for taking the time to join us today on the Great Futures Podcast, Dave. Oh, thanks. I'm, I'm really happy. Excellent. Well, I'm going to let uh, Lucky kind of take the lead and uh, ask you some interview questions. 
Um, Dave, I have a couple questions for you. Um, my main question is, when did it start for you? When did you have this idea of thought of being an athletic director? When when was the day you sat down and you're like, this is what I want to do and this is how I'm going to do it? Sure, that, that, that's a great question. And it, it's something that um, has evolved, to be honest with you. Um, I was a special ed math teacher. I was the head hockey coach. And I was the assistant lacrosse coach at Nashua High School back when Nashua just had one high school. And there was 4,000 kids in that high school. And it was relatively similar size-wise to Lowell. Um, so I had a mentor, and that mentor said to me, hey, you know, maybe you want to do something bigger than just coach hockey or bigger than just teach special ed math. And, I, and he was a principal of a high school. He was principal of Wuben High School. And uh, actually, he's a UNH, a UNH uh, hockey coach at one time. It was Bob Norton. Um, and he said to me, why don't, you, why don't you look into becoming an athletic director? And I said, I don't want to be an athletic. Now, I'm 30 years old at the time. And he, I said, I don't want to be an athletic director. You know, I'm happy with this job. I'm happy teaching and coaching. Very, very happy. And he said, hey, do you know the effect that you have on 60 kids, you know, 30 hockey kids, 30 lacrosse kids? You, you've, you've got a great effect on their life. And I said, well, yeah, thank, you know, thanks, Mr. Norton. I appreciate that. And he said, you can have that effect on 1,000 kids. You can have that effect on 1,500 kids if you're a director of athletics. And I kind of thought about it over the next year or two. And uh, I ended up taking an athletic director job at a small school, uh, Neshoba Tech. And it's grown from there. So it really, like I said, it really has evolved. Um, but there's a couple of constants, right? Mm -hmm. You're still doing the same thing. You know, you got to love kids. You got to love kids. And kids are going to make mistakes. And that's okay because, you know, the, the four walls that we work in, you know, down the street or at any high school in America, it's not IBM. You know, it's not IBM with his... You know, 30-year-old men, 30-year-old women, kids are supposed to make mistakes, and that's about growing up, you know, and, and we're there to guide them, and, and I really, really mean that. You know, my door is always open. I, I was taught that by my mentor, you know, Mr. Norton, and uh, anytime a kid has a problem, anytime a kid, you know, has a tearful moment, anytime a kid has a laughing moment, anytime a kid needs space, listen, everything stops. Everything stops so you can help that kid. And, and that's kind of why I'm an athletic director. Okay. Um, so, as you know, I'm working my way up to be the same. Um, I just have a, a question again for you, which is um, what would you say to a person, you know, kids like me out there who are, you know, they're working for the same same goal, working to be an athletic director, you know, what would you tell kids who come to a conclusion of, you know, real thinking they can't do it or they feel like, you know, there's something clogging them from doing what they want to do? That's a good question. I think, you know, you've got to have a little stick to right? You, you got to stick with it. And I think that that's why, you know, the kids that, that we deal with in Lowell are spectacular, you know? they grind, they grind, you know, they're, they're peanut butter kits, you know, and, and I, I think that's so important to do because, listen, 
I got to be honest with you, I'm 52 years old and, you know, if I try something and it doesn't work, it, that happens with me too, you know. I mean, I've been an athletic director for 21 years and not everything I do works. Not everything that anybody does works. You know, the governor of the state, he'll try something and it'll fail, you know, but you got to get up. You got to get up. And, and I think that, you know, athletics, that's what athletics has taught me. The only reason I'm sitting in this chair right now is because of athletics, you know, and, and just because, you know, our, our classroom has grass or, you know, swimming pools or hockey rinks or tracks doesn't mean it's any less important than you're studying Chaucer or you, you, you've got English or you've got math. Listen, the stuff that we're teaching on the football field is just as important. It really is. You know, like I could sit here and say to you, what do you learn in football? What has that taught you? And I guarantee you, guarantee you that the first thing you'd say has nothing to do with football. Well, I learned how to, you know, uh, run the spread. You wouldn't say that. Mm -hmm. So I think, chemistry. well, yeah. And there, there, there's, there's stuff like that, you know, life lessons, right? stick to that that's a word that I use a lot. It's not even a word, actually. But, um, like, that means so much. And I think that those things aren't taught in a classroom. They're just not. Loyalty. You know, honesty. Right? You, you, you got to play the game honest. You got to be true to yourself. And you got to be true to, you know, the person that lines up on your right and lines up on your left. Right? You don't want to cheat. And, and I think that that's important. And I like how you said that um, because, you know, nowadays a lot of, I feel like a lot of people just think, you know, PE is the easier way out, you know, out of, um, you know, out of the athletic zone. But realistically, like you said earlier, there's a lot of PE teachers who come in and don't want to leave. Yeah. You know, because it's something they, they love so much, you know, and kids don't want to put in the full time, you know, to be a PE teacher. They think it's so easy, but realistically, it's not. Because once you get it, it's so hard for you to leave. And, you know, it just tells how much people put in, you know, how much effort they put in to get there. But um, to move on from that, I have another question for you. Um, and my another question for you is, I know you've moved from uh, from Berica, and now you're in, um, you're in a new chapter. Um, my question for you on this new chapter right now is, what are you, what are you planning on doing for the future of Lohai? You know, um, you know, we've had people come in and out. And, you know, you seem like a great guy. Seem like you got everything all set up. You know, for a lot of kids, like we said, you know, who are waiting for something to come up from low, from low high school to be more specific, um, are looking up to you now. And, you know, I want them to hear what you got set up for them and, you know, how you're going to do it. Well, you know what? It's funny because that could be a burden. That could be pressure. I like pressure, you know, I, I'm going to tell you that I'm not going to whimper away. Like we're going, the bus is going, right? The bus is going to quote a, a famous football coach, Bill Parcells. You're either on the bus or you're off the bus, right? So I, I'm going to tell you, you know, it, it's no different. And I, you know, I was having a conversation with um, your assistant outside your office. And I, I, I said to them, uh, you know, just because our kids from Lowell doesn't mean that they get any less than a kid from North Andover or a kid from Andover. Bottom line, right? 
let's go. We're getting on the bus. And, and I think, you know, there are certain things that, that are going to help us, like the new school being built, right, and the new field house. That's awesome. And we've got a couple other things cooking, but I can't say what they are. But um, the kids deserve it. And that's the bottom line. I don't care. It doesn't matter how much money it costs. It doesn't matter how much sweat equity it costs. You know, listen, we're going to get it done. And then as far as, you know, what you said is you've had a lot of people in the athletic office or a lot of people in the department and people have come and people have gone. I'm going to look you in the eye and tell you that I'm not going anywhere. They're going to lug me out of the office. Trinity Ambulance is going to lug me out of the office, you know, and, and um, like I think that's important. And here's the key, right, is... And, I, you know, I met the two of you 20 minutes ago. Here's the key. If you get the kids on your side, it's an easy job. There's no doubt about that. It's an easy job. Because if you guys have my back, it's a done deal. Done deal. There's no doubt about it. And you're always going to have naysayers. There's always going to be naysayers. Well, you know... To, to be honest with you, we choose positivity. We don't choose negativity. We choose positivity, right? And, and, and that's the way that you've got to look at things. There's no doubt about that, you know? If you apply for a job 50 times and you don't get the job, you can't, you can't hang your head. Because guess what? Those 50 jobs weren't for you. But maybe the 51st is. In, in, in whatever field, whatever field. And, you know, like I, I would say, you know, to, to, any, to any kid who, who's applying for jobs, listen, you don't have time to pout. You don't have time to feel bad. You want to feel bad? Okay, I'll give you five minutes. But you got to get up. It's, it's just like a game, right? Because while, while you're pouting or while you're sulking or while you're, you know, you're feeling bad for yourself, the other team's scoring. They don't care what you're doing. Their, their job is to put it in the end zone. Well, their, their job is to, you know, score as many goals on me as they can. You got to get up. Bottom line. Great. So we got a little lightning round for you. <laughs> um, I want to start off with, is there a tool that, that you've used over your career that, that uh, is your favorite tool that you've helped, helps, has helped you do your job? Yeah, being a good communicator. And, and listen, nobody in any line of work, right? But you, we'll talk specifically about athletics. Um, I don't have all the answers. After doing it for 20 years, I don't have all the answers. There, there's, there's, nobody does. And, you know, being a good communicator. And, you know, athletic directors, just like college football players, or just like, you know, directors of the Boys and Girls Club, You've got a problem that comes across your desk, Joe, and you're calling the Manchester Boys and Girls Club. You're calling the Nashville Boys and Girls Club. You're calling the Miami, whoever it is. And, and, and like, I really, really feel that that's the key. Um, nobody has all the answers. <laughs> as soon as you think you do, that's when you start getting into more trouble. <laughs> <laughs> if you think I tried to fix the AC here without calling somebody, you're crazy. Yeah. Um, the uh, so the next question is um, 
favorite quote? Oof, favorite quote. I got it. God give God gave you two ears and one mouth so you could listen twice as much as you speak. And um, wow, that's an important one. The uh, um, last question is uh, favorite um, book or other resource that uh, you might recommend to somebody. Um, Anything by John Gordon. Anything he, he he writes about positivity. The Energy Bus. Have you read The Energy Bus yet? I'm surprised because you play for Coach Mac. He's read it. And it's it's fabulous. It's fabulous. It's just a fabulous, fabulous book. And it's easy read. Easy read. He's got about 10 books out there. He talks about positivity. He's on he's on all over Twitter. I, I, do you have a Twitter site? Mm-hmm. Yeah. John Gordon. I'll get that down after. John Gordon is, is, is phenomenal. Excellent. That's great. So now we get to turn the tables a little bit unlucky and uh, ask you to ask him a question that, uh, you know, is uh, – Somebody looking for a first job out of college or uh, trying to get into the athletic field, what he might get in a uh, job interview. So you get to give him a job interview question and see how he would respond. Why do you want to do it? Mainly, um, I love sports. I love sports. I love the kids. Um, since I was a kid, like I said, um, I moved from Africa when I was, you know, when I was nine years old. You know, I grew up in the war. You know where. You know, growing up in the war back then, I didn't get the opportunity to play a lot of sports. So when I came to America, the number one thing that um, really stuck out to me was sports. You know, I could barely speak English, but then if you put me in a game, you know, and I understood what you wanted me to do, I was able to do it. You know, and I felt like, you know, like I said, being raised by a village of how many people have helped me out to where I am today. And it just it just lets me know what kind of person I want to be to impact, you know, thousands of kids, you know, um, the kids who just moved from another country or a kid who's, you know, moved from another state, a kid who can barely speak English, a kid who just knows what he's doing already. Um, <clears throat> I just want to be able to just go out there and, you know, help our kids in every way I can, shape or form and possibly, um, and most importantly, teach them life lessons. Um, I feel like in the in the athletic world, there's a lot of lot of life life lessons. It's not only about winning and you know winning and losing. There's way more than you think. Um, it's pretty much it's pretty much it. And I just want to see how many lives I can change by the time I leave this world. You'd be surprised at how many lives you can change. It's it's a very very rewarding job. It's not a job. It's very 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 rewarding position. Excellent. Does he get the job? In a heartbeat. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, Dave, thanks so much for coming today. We really appreciate you taking the time to uh, be part of our Great Futures podcast and to uh, share some knowledge with us. Joe, Joe, thanks, and, and thank you too, and you guys. And, and uh, this is this is pretty special. I got to be honest with you. Well, we're glad you're able to join us. Absolutely, and thanks, Joe, for having us both. Well, lucky. I got I got a couple more questions for you. Go ahead. So is there anything that you learned today that you think that you can apply either today or as you, you know, a little farther out in the future? Um, one thing um, Dave said that um, I like really, you know, that really just stuck up to me is um, the bus is still going to keep moving. Um, I mean, you know, um, as a student athlete, what a lot of people don't understand is, you know, in a, in a, in a point of your life, 
the 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 tables turn where you feel like it's turning it's more of a athlete before student you know and you know balancing that can be extremely hard where people can see that you can get so focused and winning games knowing your plays and then you can lose sight of what you want to do in the future with school and all that stuff so you know being able to wake up every day and knowing the bus still got to move on both sides that's exactly what I'm going to be moving with this year excellent what what answer surprised you the most um one answer that really surprised me was his ooh, that's a good one Joe he gave a lot of good answers man <laughs> he gave a lot of good answers I would say his um his way of um telling me you know how to you know how to keep in mind that you know you you you're impacting these lives you know what I mean you you're doing something to these people where you know it changes from a job to a position you know where you know in that point of life it's 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 not a job it's something you love doing so much that you know I can see where Dave is coming from with that answer and you know loving something so much like they say usually is you know if you love it so much it just it becomes a habit to you so I just want to make um my chance my opportunity of you know working in that category even getting the chance to do it um to just make it a habit well that's great thank you lucky appreciate you being here and uh we look forward to seeing folks in the next episode absolutely and let's continue making the boys against club strong all right club love till next time Futures Podcast is brought to you by the Boys and Girls Club of Grail. Special thanks to this week's guest, Dave Lazinski, co-host Lucky Cisse, and Executive Director Joe Hunter. Music and editing done by James McKinley. Artwork by Xavier Lohman.